We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Hewitt-Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Since I found you, now I'm on. 
Just love the mystery of your will 
So take my hand and stay with me Oh Lord, I trust in your will I believe in your word I will go all the way Lord, I will accept your perfect will For my life today Cause you hold my destiny You have a purpose for me You have a plan for me And I want to follow your
be a heart follower of the things of God. I'm gonna do all the things that I have to do. I'm gonna copy all the things, all the things I have to copy. I'll listen to the messages I have to listen to. I'm gonna learn all the things that I have to learn. I'm gonna pray all those hours that I have to pray. I'm gonna fast for all those days that I have to fast. I am gonna follow hard cause I'm a hard follower. My soul I'm going 
gonna join the army, the army of the Lord. I'm gonna join the army of hard followers. I am gonna follow hard because I'm a hard follower. My soul following hard after thee. Thy pray father we thank you for a blessed time thank you that you anoint and you bless our service today thank you for the great privilege and the opportunity we have to be in your house and to be in your holy presence let your will be done lord teach us instruct us bless us lord teach us by your spirit lord and let your will be done lord thank you lord that this government shall be a blessing lord and this service shall be a blessing to many lives, Lord. Thank you for the light that you give to us and that you bring into our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The saints of God said amen. amen. Think you can do better than that? Amen. Fantastic. God bless you. Take your seats in his holy Presence. Hallelujah. Well, Hosea chapter 12, isn't it? Okay. Hosea chapter 12. And um, are you all comfortable where you are seated? Apologies for the work's going on here. But when it is done, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Are you looking forward to it finished? Are you come into a beautiful hall. That's why those of you who worship here. May you may you be anointed to feel it. Okay. Because we we felt that the hall has become too small for you, so we need to create more room for you to fill. 
So you cannot come here on a Sunday morning and it's empty. It will never be empty. Hallelujah. So, Hosea chapter 12. Ephraim feedeth on wind and followeth after the east wind. He daily increaseth lies and desolation. And they do make a covenant with the Assyrians. And oil is carried into Egypt. The Lord has also, the Lord has also a controversy with Judah. And will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings, will he recompense him. Hallelujah. He took his brother by the heel of the womb and by, the, and by his strength, he had power with God. Yea, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. He found him in Bethel and there he spake with us. Even the Lord God of hosts, the Lord is his memorial. Therefore, turn thou, thy, turn thou to thy God. Keep mercy and judgment and wait on thy God continually. He is a merchant, the balances of deceit in his hand. He loveth to oppress. And Ephraim said, yet I am become rich. I have found me out substance in all my labors. They shall find an iniquity in me that were sin. Verse 9 says that, and I that am the Lord, thy God, from the land of Egypt, will yet make thee to dwell in tabernacles as in the days of the solemn feasts. I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes, similitude, similitude, similitudes. <laughs> by the ministry of the prophets. Is there iniquity in Gilead? Surely they are vanity. They sacrifice bullocks in Gilgal. Yea, their altars are as heaps in the furrows of the fields. Then verse 12, it says that and Jacob fled into the country of Syria and Israel served for a wife. And for a wife, he kept sheep. <laughs> Why are you laughing at Jacob? You don't think you serve, you serve for a wife. Anyway, verse 13 says that. Verse 13 says that. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. So we started talking about you and your prophet last week, Tuesday. Was it last week or two Tuesdays ago? Two Tuesdays ago. Yeah. Okay, the last time we met, we started talking about you and your prophet because... I feel it's important for us to also understand uh, that important link in the Christian life. Uh, Like the scripture says, all things work together for good. Everything that is working has a lot of links that are together, that are working together. That's like sometimes you see that we want to, especially when you you see a pastor or someone, who is interested in church work and wants to learn, and then you just take a little aspect, and you might think that 
if I can get this bit right, then everything will work. But that is not how life is. A lot of things come together for you to have one glorious result. Uh, I overheard one young man. He didn't tell me I overheard. Either overheard or somebody told me that he said, he said, when he marries, he wants to come home to options. Do you know options? Means that there should be different dishes and then he will choose. Now, at the time of making this speech, he was unemployed. So, I said to myself, it's a nice vision and dream to have, but which saucepan will those options be cooked in? Secondly, which kitchen? And then what? And then which rice will she cook? So, all, she has, all he has done is that maybe he's heard someone say something. I'm sure maybe he's listening to a message, a podcast, and he heard someone, someone saying that my wife gives me options or in my house. I mean, and perhaps the person speaking, I've been married for 27 years or 28 years. And you haven't even, where's my ring? Wait, I'm coming. <laughs> Where did I leave it? Okay, wait, I'm coming. Anyway, so um, <laughs> no, I took it off when I was washing my hands. Yes. What was I saying? At the time he was saying, yes. So I'm sure he had listened to some message and heard something. But what he doesn't realize is that this beautiful thing that he has heard, that it's his dream that when he gets home, there will be Lasagna. There will be what? There will be pizza. And there will be kinky and pepe. These three options that will be there. It takes a lot of things. And then one of the crucial things, one of the crucial things that he perhaps such a young person may not, be, may not even be aware of is that you need even a certain type of wife. Who will, who will, who will, not, not that a Christian, not that she's a Christian or she goes to church, but who will do what you want? Because most of the wives don't do what their husbands want. They don't do it at all. It's not, it's not their interest, their aim, their at all. I mean, at all. Their husbands don't matter. Their husbands have become like one of the children in the house. One of them. <laughs> yes. They become the firstborn, isn't it? Firstborn. Yes. Firstborn. Sometimes they're not even the firstborn. They are even second. They don't even know how, the, how his firstborn became the firstborn. So, there are a lot of things that come into play for you to come home and then you have options. I mean, there are options. 
They have things to choose. There's kinky, there's cassava, and there's yam. Yes. Options. So he just wakes up. And I'm sure he's about to start giving his beloved, if he has one, pressure. That you know, when I marry, I want options. And because she also wants to get married, she wouldn't say that, where will I cook it? You as you are going, even your oyster card is empty. I'm about to, I'm about to top it up for you. You're using your mom's oyster. (laughs) Are you there? So, you and your prophet is important because without this aspect of your Christian life, something very major is missing. But you may not be aware. You see, like the example I'm giving that we are all laughing. Someone has a good vision, good intention, but he doesn't know that when he gets home and he, hasn't, he doesn't have it, he is a problem. He is a problem because he hasn't even got what it takes to set up such a home. Yet he wants it. Because he feels that once I've married you, I must have it. It must come. As to whether he can even lead her. And then leading means training and train her to cook. To be able to, that when you wake up, you think that husband has to eat. A lot of wives don't think that husband has to eat. It's not, it's not one of the things they think about. That this, there's somebody in the house who has to eat. No, 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 no. Even the children up to a certain age, as soon as they hit secondary school, each man for himself. Jehovah attended to us all. <laughs> so, you see, there, there are a lot of things. To have something nice, a lot of things have to be working well. A lot of things have to be working well. That she she still thinks that you eat. And that you have to eat. Mm -hmm. The pointing out, the saying it. That's why you see their tummy is big like this. It's because of the junk food. It's not, it's not that they are being looked after well. They eat a lot of junk. Because they know if... Oh no, I'm serious. I'm serious. If they don't eat and they enter that house. It's like Ramadan. <laughs> Is Ramadan the fasting or the eating? Is the fasting, Yes. You see a lot of the big bellied guys don't think that they are really being fed at home. It's it's full of rubbish. It's the rubbish that causes the big stomachs. Rubbish. The stomach is full of rubbish. <laughs> yes. If they make the mistake entering that house, open the door and enter. Ramadan. 
he has to eat the chips, salt and vinegar. He has to buy the chocolate. He has to buy Red Bull to stay awake. He has to buy Coke to drink. There's different crazy things. Oh, it's gone in there. Chips. Chips in white paper. <laughs> chicken. Chicken that, chicken that Alibaba couldn't finish selling last night. So he's brought it, uh, just warmed it up. Then Alibaba continues selling it. <laughs> oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yes. So, what you may not be aware, which you are becoming aware of, is that your relationship with your prophet is significant in your doing well as a believer and as a Christian. It's very, 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 very significant. It's not something to toy with, to play with, to joke with, or, or to think that everything must be working, everything must be okay. There is something that you haven't checked, that you didn't check. That's what is, not, that's what is causing the problems. Like if you visit your friend's house and you see food there, then you come to your house and you come, you're coming to show there's no food here. But you didn't ask yourself, how did those things arrive? How, how did they get there? Hmm? <laughs> a lot of things. So, I mean, church, I mean, church, church, church growth. Where this particular principle comes to play is church growth. Church growth. The growth of a church. A lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things come together before you see the church rising like that. A a combination of things. It's not just one thing. It's not just a nice hall. Or nice instruments. Look, one day I visited our church in um, Milton Kings. I think actually, I think it was actually my first visit to that church when uh, Bishop Quick was there. It's like since he left there, when they had not been there, so I went there. When I went, the room they were in, it's like from here to that place to the wall, a little longer than this. Full of people Sunday morning. Full. Not even one, not, not instrumental, not even one cable was in the room. Yeah, not even one cable was in the room. So I said, look at that. Then you will see people. They'll tell you if I get monitors. Monitors. If I get monitors, if I get this, if I get electric drums, you see like the one in Apache. In Apache, they're the only ones who play electric drums. We have not seen electric drums anywhere. They're the ones who play electric drums. <laughs> it's only in Apache. Hashtag only in Apache. 
They're the ones who play things. The room was, I'm not, I'm saying not that there's no instrument, a cable, you know cable. There was nothing there that uses a cable. Praise and worship time. His wife, she was holding a tambourine like that. Yeah. And the hall was full and they were happy. Then you will think and you will see that, hey, a lot of things come together, a lot of things. It was that visit that I raised funds to buy keyboard, drums, carpet, and things for, for that church. I said, hey, you, you. Next time they want you to come, come with a carpet. You, come with some drums. Okay, I need two people to come together. Bring keyboard. Then I asked, who will learn how to play? You, okay, you will learn how to play this one. You will learn how to... I remember that visit, Sunday morning. There was nothing there, but there were people there. The hall was, the hall was, it was full. You will see that a lot of things come together to have a church. You'll be saying that if you could get a, a Yamaha PQ, PQ91. No, 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 no. So anyway, so I'm saying, because I need to end. I'm saying that, uh, I'm saying that one of the, I'm saying that your relationship with your prophet it's key to your Christian development it's key and when, so that when you don't know about that you have to be taught you have to be taught it because when, when, so there are some things that you it's like it's, it's not your culture it's not your culture like, like that there, there, there are people there are people who are um, should I say naturally? I mean, they are easily rude. They're just rude. I mean, rudeness just comes. No effort. They are just rude. But you see, someone has to point out to them that the way you are talking, it's not, it's not, it's not he's, a, he's, he's God. He's not God. God is a spirit. He is flesh. So he's not God. But the Bible says that give honor to whom honor is due. So, you don't relate with a person of this uh, ranking. You don't relate with him like this, or you don't talk to him like this. You can't be easily rude and walk away and be allowed to be rude because, because where you are coming from, everybody is rude. If you didn't grow up with elders, I grew up with elders. Yes. You can't offload your deficiency on us in the church that we should accept it. You can't, you can't offload it. We should sit there and um, we should just accept your deficiencies. Like at the camp, I saw um, two sisters who were about to fight. I actually asked, I actually asked one of the ashes. I think they were so angry that they couldn't even see that I was standing there. And they were trying to stop one of them. And so I asked one of the ashes, are they actually going to fight? Was it you, John, that I asked? Yes, I asked John, are they going to fight? Then he said, yes, we're trying to stop them from fighting. So I said, I said, what is the problem? I said, over a chair. 
no, no, no. I can see one of them. She's sitting there looking at me right now. She's sitting there looking at me. Both of them are there. Okay, I don't know. I couldn't see the face of the other one. Sit down, sit down. So nobody can see them. Sit. <laughs> and everybody laughs, so nobody will know it's you. That's a strategy in church. You laugh, nobody will see that it's you. Listen, are you listening to me? And look straight. You look straight. You don't look around. You look straight and you laugh. When they, when they say, hey, you, you stand up and say, hey. That's it. That's how it works. But you guys don't have chairs to sit on. There are no chairs. But there are plenty of chairs in this church. I don't know, plenty of chairs. Why, why are you holding the chairs? There's, there's space here. Come and put it here. Stage anywhere for people to sit. Like Mourinho said about Luke Shaw, said he played well, but he used my brain to play. <laughs> Is that not what he said? Yes, that's what he said, yes. You see, so when I saw them, I said, hey, come about and just one of them, I mean, it's like she, she was, I mean, the way she walked past me, after the other one, that's when I saw, they said, because she was pulling her shoulder, it's like, it's almost like, come, come, let's sort it out here. I said, hey, is it real? Is it real? But it was real. Over a chair. Over a chair. Chair. I can give you my chair. I don't mind. I don't mind standing. Half of the time we're standing anyway, so you can sit on my chair. But you see, again, again, you may not know, but it's a type of upbringing and a certain type of mind that will make you even consider blows. I mean, to consider it, to consider that it's an option to resolve this issue. We need brute force. It's, it's a type of person. For instance, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Do you understand? I said I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But you will see it in different politicians. When they are in charge, you will see that with this one, the same problem is existing. But they use diplomacy. They'll use diplomacy for eight years. They appear, they appear, they, are, they somehow appear like they are weak. It's like they can't, they are not decisive, they are not strong. You see, but they are, they are more of like professional politicians. So they don't, they don't use a certain type of force to resolve some things. Then you will see the ones, I'm not saying who is right and who is wrong. But you see another type that comes out. They are, they are not so much trained. Trained to play the political spirit. So they, what they understand is, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. So you go to bed. By the time you wake up, they've cleared an airport. It's like, look, come on. Out. You touch me, I touch you. We can't, we, can't, we, can't sit there. we can't sit there for you to just, you know, play around. 
there are two there are two different types of people. One will you I mean they will use diplomacy. Hey. Diplomacy. Dipl- I mean they would they would talk, discuss meetings, overlook, turn a blind eye. But you see another one will come within 100 days. Hey. Not even for fire. Fire for idiots. As soon as we see you as an idiot, fire is coming. Remove, remove, we can't coexist with such an idiot in the world. Clear him. Clear him. There are different types of people. Different types of different minds. That's how come you see someone say, Che, you're going to fight. And you're a woman or not a man. You're going to fight. Yeah. Then someone will marry her one day. I mean, I mean, will she not slap him? Are you there? So, there are people, there are some people who are used to recognizing if like a minister or a prophet, they're used to it. They, they, they may not have been taught about it, but in their culture, in their culture, when you see a person like this, an important person, a great person, you respect the person. You listen to the person. You, you, you appreciate the person. You honor the person. It's like, it's like he's important. It doesn't matter what he does, but it's like this person is important. That's, that's like um, you, see, you see in some, in some, in some cultures, they even use, they even use uh, their, their profession is part of their title. They use it. What I'm trying to point out to you is that the teaching of the word and the bringing to your attention some things like that, it's supposed to help you develop good attitudes, good culture, good biblical ways of doing things. Biblical ways. That when you, when you don't know, you may think that it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. As there are people who genuinely, genuinely believe and think that honoring a father is not an important thing. I'm explaining to you that some of the things are very important, but you may be missing out on it. Because it's not just, it's not just one thing that works. A lot of different things that work. And when you discover a good thing, you have to learn it to the extent that it becomes part of your life. That's what we say. It's become your culture. Comes your culture. That is, that's how come you see uh, when, when people migrate into a country, like people migrate into, into England. You see that their shops start springing up. See their shops. I'm sure up the road there, they have a market there called Kumasi Market. <laughs> Kumasi is a place in Ghana. But the people have come 
with their the people that have come, they don't eat sausages and bacon. They are not into sausages. It's very, it's very difficult to separate someone from his culture. One, one of the things that is part of culture is what you eat. What you eat. That's when you're when you marrying someone from a different part of, of life. You shouldn't, just, you shouldn't just say to yourself, I'm in love. I'm in, I'm in love. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And especially those guys who tell that I, I, eat, I eat anything. It's not true. It's not true. He doesn't eat anything. No, 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 no. He doesn't eat anything. He doesn't eat anything. He doesn't eat anything. You, mu- you must rather desire to learn to do what he can eat. And then he also has to learn how to live with someone like you. A lot of them will tell you that, oh, I don't mind. I'm okay. I don't mind. I mean, I'm, I don't mind. I don't mind. You, you will see him with his British accent, but he eats, he eats fried plantain. That's what he eats. That's what he eats. Check, always check how many steps is he away from his country of origin. Yes. His, his mother, his mother, she doesn't do lasagna in the house. She doesn't. Even mash, even mash, mash potato. She doesn't do it. Mash yam. One day, a certain lady. Um, she was called to her kid's school. They wanted to see her in the school. When she went, they said her son has come to laugh. Not even laugh. If her son had gone to tell someone that his lunch smells. No, I'm telling you a real true story. That the lunch smells. Someone's child has come with packed lunch. So when they went into it to find out what was the packed lunch. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what it is. <laughs> but it was something. So I said, hey, this little boy, this is what he's growing up on. When he grows up and he's wearing a suit, he has a beloved, he will say that, oh, I'm, I'm British. Not, when, you, when you get take him home, you will see that that thing that's in the packed lunch, that is what he eats. That is what he really likes. <laughs> because that, that's what he's been raised up on and brought up on. Are you there or you've gone home? So your relationship with your prophet is so vital. Because when you don't have that thing, a major link is missing in your Christian life. A road, a pipe to pour out blessings, wisdom, promotion, good things into your life. You've been cut off from it. It's, it's different from tithing. It's, it's different from offerings. 
is different from fellowship. It's different from quiet time. All these things are combined. You see, you see someone, that says quiet time, fasts, praise, tithes, but something is missing. Something is missing. You have to find that thing and add it because everything works together. Everything is, you are combining everything. Everything, you are combining everything. Like someone would say, like someone would say, I'm a virgin. I've kept myself. I haven't done any of these bad things. How come these bad girls are getting married? Some of them have married, sacked their husband, got another one, sacked him, got another one. How come? No, no, no. What I'm saying, something I've heard before. I've heard heard someone say before that these these, these girls, this this one, look at this one. She sacked a husband twice. She's got a, she's done with the third one. Me, I'm here. I've looked after myself. This, how come I don't have? It's because it's not just virginity that gives a husband. It's not just that. It's not just that. It's not just I've kept myself. Maybe you've kept yourself, but you're not friendly. Yes. And so you are missing a major, major link in your life. So even though you are good, pure, proper, in fact, it's true, you are the best. But you are missing what will make you attractive. Because you, go, you don't see virginity with the eye. You can't look at this. This one is a who, who is a virgin in this room? Look around and point them out. So rather, rather you have to know and learn that in addition to my pure lifestyle, loving God, fearing God, I need to add friendliness to achieve this one. To achieve this one. I need to add being friendly, being nice, being chatty. I have to be chatty. You don't give, you don't give monosyllabic responses. Someone says hi to you, you don't just say hello and then you are walking on. You stop and you say, hi. How are you? How's your day been? Are you okay? You have to be, you have to be friendly. Otherwise, yes. Because some of us, when we come to church, even, even the grace, we don't share the grace. Better we are sharing the grace, you've left church. You have to stay, share the grace. Let even let important people get to know you. The pastor should know because one day the pastor will be sitting somewhere. I always remember I, I was in a meeting. I was in a meeting with bishops. And then this nice brother came there. And then one of the bishops said to us that oh, this guy he hasn't got a beloved. Do you, I mean, do does any of us there? Then one of my sisters that I have in the church, I always remember that day as I came, my, my phone was on my lap like this. I didn't say anything. I just sent a text to the, no, don't to the, to his, his pastor. 
She sent a text. I sent, I, no, I sent the name. I said, this name. When we get a break, let's discuss this name. This name. Yeesh. This name. This, I said, this name can work. This guy standing here, talking here, this name that I've sent you, it can work. It can work. The name I sent, she was not a virgin. She was, she was just, rela- that's how come I remembered her. She was just relational. She was relational. She was helpful. She was there, around. I know her, I know her by name. She, she just doesn't speak in tongues. She's there, moving around. She, she smiles more than necessary. It's even, it's even annoying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying today. You know, a lot of things are combined. A lot of things are combined. A lot of things are combined for you to do well. When you see someone doing well, a lot of things have, have come together, have been combined, 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 combined. Then it is working. It's not just one thing. And you have to know that you have to know the key thing. I always remember when uh, uh, I was driving out of my house once and I saw my neighbor. He said, grown up man, he's in the 70. And he said to me, he asked me, where, where am I going? He said, I'm going to the course. He said, do you know that I can't play again? I said, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean you can't play again? How? You like serial stories. <laughs> I said, how? He said, I have this problem in my knee, this problem here, so I've been on medication. He said, every time you see me going, I have taken a being enough to carry me through 18 holes. And he said, I just went to see my doctor. And my doctor said, the way your kidneys have become. I'm, he said, I'm taking you off that medication. That means that you can live, walk around, but you can't play. That was the end. So you see, you see someone walking around doing something, but everything is working. Everything is working. Let one thing become faulty. He can't. He said, I can't. He said, he said, he said, he said, max I can do will be once a year. Yeah. You don't know someone's problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. Yes, that's a big problem. As he was talking to me and he was looking at me and saying, it made me think on my way because as I was going, it's like everything is okay with me. Everything's okay with me. I've just, I just wake up and I say, I'm going. Then I'm just going. But for someone, before he comes out, a cocktail of tablets that he has to swallow, now it's affected his kidneys. He has to stop taking it and therefore he can't live the life he wants to live. <laughs> different things. Different things play. They play together. They play together. They play together. Different things play. I just see one of the things, one of the things that are at work in our existence as a church and as a ministry is the prophet that God has given to us. It's one of the things that is at work. It is strongly at work. Strongly at work. Strongly. Strongly. 
Because, you see, God, God, doesn't, God doesn't choose people in teams. No, 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 no. no. Well, it causes one person like that. One person in the vision. The person has a, we call that person the visionary. The visionary, the founder, the father. The prophet of the house. It's one, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the vision and the calling of one person. That moves a ministry. It's not a team. That's why orangos are always surprised. They're always surprised when they step out and they don't have what they were enjoying under someone's ministry. They are, all, they, are, they are constantly surprised. They say they are not surprised. The proof of their surprise, the proof of their surprise is how they disturb the branch that they left. How they keep evangelizing in that branch. We came to London alone. We came to London alone. Our service were four, two, six, seven. We came alone. I don't know where you all came from. Is there is the anointing on the head? We came to London alone. We didn't come and break somebody's church. Maybe you don't know that. We didn't come and break somebody's church. We didn't come and break somebody's church. I didn't. I have not even had a chance to even visit somebody's church. We can break somebody's church. You see, when we meet, four, well, the, the day I got married, there were six people there, including myself and my wife and Bishop. We are part of the six. The day I was getting married, that was it. In my city room, 28 Lodge Road, Hendon, London, NW4, 4DD. <laughs> that was where we lived. In that apartment, in that apartment, in that apartment, six of us, and we're getting married. We didn't break anybody's church. But the person that had been called, said, he said, this is it. We are doing this, this is it, it will work. Here we are. We are here. We are here. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not like a group. So you, see, you, you have to see who is there. And then assess your relationship with that person. You have to recognize person because otherwise, otherwise, you will start giving the recognition to the wrong person. And that will affect you. Both, both the person, both the person and you will be affected. That's it. Orangus, do you know Orangus? Breakaways. If they think they haven't discovered. They should, leave, they should leave the churches they left intact. They should leave it intact. They should leave it as it is and start to show that they, they are really called. All the people they swept into their church, they should sweep them back and prove their calling. We are waiting. We are waiting. We need to prove that you are called. Tell everybody that you don't stay at home. Even your wife, tell her she'll stay at home and pray for you and go alone. So that we'll see that you are really called. But that when you go there, you start disturbing the church. Taking choir leader, taking worship leader, taking the choir, taking this, things like constantly. Because you see, even if you are intelligent enough, you should have known that 10 years of your life, 10 years of your life, you've, you've spent it here. Everybody you know is here. 
So if you say you're going to start something, definitely you will disturb where you are. Ten years of your life is here. Who do you know? Who knows you? <laughs> but sometimes I told they are not intelligent to analyze what they're about to do very well. Anyway, you and your prophet, what we are talking about. <laughs> so, um, hey, it's time to end, you know. And we haven't started today's message. <laughs> so, let me start. What to do, I think we started. What, what, what you must do with your prophet, isn't it? Number one, we said receive him. Number two, believe him. Number three, honor him. Okay, so we started with the honor him. What does it mean to honor someone? To honor someone is to recognize and memorialize the person and his worth. So to honor someone is to recognize. Why are you not writing? You know everything already? To honor someone is to recognize and memorialize a person and his worth, his works, and his accomplishments. Therefore, to dishonor someone is to fail to notice and to fail to recognize a person and his achievements and his worth leaving him to self-announce or self-promote his own worthiness. I'm going too fast. All right, I'll read it again. That's why I was looking for you to read it to you. And I was just not just saying anything off the top of my head. I need you to understand what it means to honor. So, to honor someone, to honor someone, is to recognize and memorialize a person and his worth, his works, and his accomplishments. Therefore, to dishonor someone is to fail to notice and to fail to recognize a person and his achievements and his worth, leaving him to self-announce or self-promote his own worthiness. You see, usually people of honor, when they are not honored, are forced to say who they are. That means that they are talking to a group of people who dishonor them. And it's on, it's on every level of life. When a father says to his children, do you know what it's taking for you to be, to be this? Do you know what I've done for you? He said, you, you are forcing your father to announce his worth in your life. Because you are, you are doing things that amount to dishonor. You are not recognizing his worth, his works, and his accomplishments in your life. When you see a husband saying that I'm not respected in this house. Saying to the wife, I am the head, I am this. It means that her, her behavior and her attitude is bringing dishonor to him. So he's, so he's forced, he is forced to announce 
his worth, his works, and his accomplishments. Because the person who is supposed to hand it over to him without struggle is not handing it over to him. It's not giving it to him. So he has to force and take it. That this is who I am. And this is what I am. That there's a, he has, he's forced to say there's a difference between, and there's a difference. According to the scripture, there's a difference. <laughs> it's a difference. You are not the same. I don't know which Bible you read, but the one that I read tells us you are not the same. And you should never claim equality. Never claim equality. Or never think that you are the same. Sometimes when, when it even comes to the, the church, it, sounds, it looks as though it's funny and a joke, but it's not, you see a branch pastor and then he's taking an honor, an honor that belongs to the prophet or the father of the house. He's taking it. He's taking as though, as though some uh, light-headed girl in the church has just become excited. But that light-headed girl has to be corrected because look, Anna and praises, it's nice. When it's offered to you, you will take it. And when you eat it, you will get puffed up. So my question is that, after you have taken it, what is left for the father? What you are organizing for yourself and doing for yourself, when it gets to the father of the house, what will be done for him? As you are fighting for this, are you Absalom? It's Absalom who took his father's concubines in broad daylight, put them up there, and started sleeping with them. One is like his father's honor. He's enjoying his father's honor. Fighting for it, angry, irritated over it. Give, give me what below what my father eats. Let me also eat it. So you see, taking honor that is due for somebody. And giving it to someone else amounts to dishonoring the person. You dishonor the person. It's like the person is nothing. Or, or it's like we are the same. We are the same. We are the same. We all deserve the same recognition. The recognition that you give to this one, give to, give, give to me as well. Let me also have it. Let me also have some celebration. Let me also have some praises. Though it may not be a serious, I don't see why you will call a pastor. You are the one and only, and you are the greatest. You know, it may not be serious in this instance, but it is a good example for something not to be tolerated or accepted. You shouldn't accept it. Why should you allow your member to say you are the greatest and you are the one and only when you are not? Even where you are pastor, you are the fifth person there or fourth person there. How did you become the, the, the one and only? It amounts to dishonoring somebody. You are taking something that belongs to someone and then you are giving it to someone else. Or you are enjoying it. You dishonor the person. You dishonor the person. 
It's like mothers who talk down about fathers to, to the children. You are, you are, you are, dis, you are dishonoring that man. And then you are hurting the child. That child will be hurt. That child will be confused in life. That child won't do well in life. And will not even know why. The child won't even know why he's not doing well. He's not doing well because in his eyes, in his eyes, daddy is an idiot. Daddy is a fool. Daddy is good for nothing. Daddy is some lazy man. Daddy doesn't work out. So in the eyes of the child, this, this man must not be honored. <laughs> you see, the child doesn't do well. A major strong link in this life of prosperity has been taken out of his life. He will never understand it. He becomes an angry, an angry boy walking on the streets of London without favor, without help. That's why they start piling up degrees and no job. Because it gets to a point in life that what works is favor. Somebody just likes your face. That's it. It's not, it's not, your, it's not your qualification. Someone just likes your face. <laughs> and then you see him walking around angry, angry. You see, he's angry, angry at the system, angry at the world, angry at it because he's, he's collected everything. Nothing is working out. But what has to work out? Mama has to tell him, Daddy is a good man. Daddy must be respected. Daddy did well. Because you think about it. Once upon a time, she was in love with him. She was madly in love with him. She must be a bigger fool to be in love with a fool. If now she's saying he's a fool, she must be a great idiot. <laughs> the next thing is what it means to honor someone. To honor someone is to look up to the person. Therefore, to dishonor someone is to disregard, to ignore, and to neglect his wisdom, his thoughts, and his ideas, revelations, and plans. Wow. Did you get that? You didn't get it? I should try again. To honor someone is to look up to the person. It's like, it's like to give attention to the person. Leviticus 19.32 says that thou shalt rise up before the hoary head and honor the face of the old man and fear thy God. So it's, it's like you give attention. To honor someone is to look up to the person. Therefore, therefore, to dishonor someone is to disregard, to ignore, to neglect his wisdom, his thoughts, and his ideas, revelations, and plans. You see, perhaps some of us, when we enter the house today, today, mommy will be there, or daddy will be there, or whoever will be there, but you will not even bother to say hello. 
You just storm in and storm into your room or you, or you storm into the kitchen. Make yourself a cup of tea and feel as though you own the house. Meanwhile, you are in a house that does not belong to you. <laughs> you see, that action, even though you feel you have a reason to ignore, when I say hello, they, I mean, she wouldn't respond. But she wouldn't respond, it's not up to you. To disregard, ignore, amounts to dishonoring. And the Bible says that it won't be well with you. So when you have a prophet and he comes, because some of the things that you, you, you ignore are his ideas, his wisdom. The scripture in Proverbs, it says that, give attention to my wisdom. Give attention to my wisdom. You see, when someone gives you advice, advice, look, advice doesn't come easily. One of the descriptions of advice is a deep well. The scripture says, counsel in the heart of a man is like a deep well. But the man of understanding will draw it out. Counsel advice, it comes from the deepest parts of the soul of a man. It's not something that is littered all over the place anybody can get into. It comes from the deepest parts of the soul of a man. And people of understanding who draw out counsel. When someone counseling you, counseling. So the people don't understand when we stop talking. It's like, I've talked enough. What more do you want me to say? What more do you want me to say? I've talked enough. I've said enough. That's all I can say. Your, your actions are, are going to amount to dishonoring the wisdom that is being shared to you. Why would I, why would I continue casting my pearls before swine? Precious things, things that, things that others value and others are happy to have. Changing their lives, bringing blessings. For, for you, it's nothing. Anytime you get advice, it tends to a debate. An argument. Or you disregard it, you ignore it. Don't care, won't care, shan't care. Didn't care. And haven't cared. <laughs> wisdom. Say, my son, give, give attention. Give attention to my wisdom. Give attention to my wisdom. Give attention. When you give attention to wisdom that is being shared to you, you are honoring the person. You honor the person. You honor the person as a wise person. You say, this person is a wise person. This person is a wise person. This person is a wise person. This person is a good person. What this person is saying is a good thing. When you are dealing with prophets, you don't have debates with them. You believe. You believe. The word is believe. Believe in your prophet and you will prosper. Believe in your prophet. When he shares his ideas, it's it's not a time of breaking down and analyzing. You believe. Those who haven't believed have not done well. I don't know how old you are. Those who have found a prophet, he has poured out his heart and revelation and they did not believe. They haven't, done, they haven't amounted to much. They didn't, and those who, those who also believed, though they didn't have the qualifications 
and what it takes to do well have mysteriously and supernaturally excelled. You shall excel. Look, believe life or believe the forces that work in life. There are some forces that work in life. It's not just, it's not just education. If you are, you know, you know that I believe in education. I do. I do. I do. If, I, if you are not educated, it's very, very difficult to relate with you. Very, 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 very difficult. If you don't know, I'm telling you, when you are not educated, you are a very difficult person to work with. Every instruction, we have to say it seven times before you, you, even, you even understand. You, you, that's the first time you understand that we are even talking. Not to even know what is being said. Or you haven't dealt with unintelligent people before. They are very difficult to deal with. And very sensitive, very touchy. Very touchy. Slifing, you see, they are hurt. That's the, that's the sign of the uneducated and unintelligent and immature. Slightest in the offended. And so you see, you see, if there is someone who has attained a certain level, it's very easy for him to do things. Very easy to carry chairs, very easy to do. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a problem. It's not a problem for him. It's not a problem for him. I have discovered, and I've heard Bishop say as well, there's a certain caliber of people. It's very easy to work with them. When you say, we are going here, they, they just move. We are doing this. It, it's done. And you see, another group. Hey. Hey. Difficult. 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 Can't even understand any instruction. Everything has to be stable. In fact, you you have to get, you have to get angry before they get the message. When you are dealing with people who only respond to anger, you are with idiots. Oh yeah. Who responds to anger? Is it not goats on the farm and pigs? Where you are trying to direct that they want to go? There? You have to you have to shout. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Is it not goats? Who do you shout at? Do you shout at human beings? Oh, people don't understand what I'm saying. Is it not goats and pigs on the farm that you get angry before they understand that it is this direction? Is it not a dumb dog that you have to get angry before the dog will not? This is the way we must go. Human beings shouldn't reduce themselves to that. Have to shout at you before you get an instruction. Oh, please. Oh, please. I have respect for people. I can't shout at you all the time. I wouldn't want to treat you like an animal, so I'd rather have to go quiet. I have to go because dealing with you will be like I'm dealing with a snake. I have to take sticks and be hitting the ground. Break! Break! For the snake to run away. Why? Are you a snake? Are you an animal? You are not. To relate with you with respect, but when the understanding is low, mm, it's amazing. It's amazing. Every time the temperature is high, anger 
everything's like a quarrel. It means you have a certain type of person around you. Give attention to my wisdom. I'm telling you. So what are we saying? How many definitions do you have? Two. Wow. Don't neglect the wisdom. Don't neglect the wisdom. The wisdom of the prophet. You, you have become inclined now to the wisdom of the prophet that we have. What is he saying? And believe it. Believe. I'm telling you, believe. The key word is believe. Believe what you are told. 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 Believe it. Don't be too clever. Cleverness, we use it to pass A-levels. And other exams. When it gets to life, when it gets to life, You need the favor of God. You need the supernatural powers. You need the hand of God. That's why he said that. Believe in the prophets and you will prosper. Believe in the prophet and you will prosper. Believe in the prophet. Do not disregard the prophet. Don't throw his words away. Don't throw what he's saying away. Don't just say it's nothing. Don't say it's nothing. You're ignoring the instruction. It's like saying, oh, you, what do you know? African boy, what do you know? African boy, what do you know? African boy. They're from Africa. But there's more to the African boy. It's like a prophet sent. By a prophet. By a prophet. God brought out Israel from Egypt. He brought them out by a prophet. Not by, not, not by tanks. Not by tanks and guns. By a prophet. He brought them out. He brought them out by a prophet. You can be brought out by a prophet. You can come out of bondage by a prophet. <laughs> Look, it gets to a point the only thing that is working now are supernatural powers. The supernatural. That is what is at work. It's so, it's, so, it's so marvelous to watch. You see that what is at work now? It's the supernatural forces. That's what is working. Not thinking and analysis. Too much analysis has taken the glory of people. You see, there are people who say, it's taken, they say the glory has been taken away. Even ministry, they are not doing well in ministry. Yeah, because too much, too much analysis, too much thinking. They couldn't believe if they had believed, they would have gone higher. It's, a, it's, like, it's, like, it's like you see a group of people. They all say they want to serve God. They all say they want to go on missions. Don't go this. Then you, you see those who have faith. You see, you follow God by faith. You don't follow God by calculations and reasoning. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. When you are dealing with God, you believe. You believe. Not everything has added up, then you move. So you see them a group. They all say we want this. But they are always separated. Always. Always separated by those who believe and those who think. Those who believe and those who think. 
you will see you see they're fearful. Those who are reading with fear, you see they, they have a lot of analysis and calculations. Everything they say is true. All their all their presentations are true. It's like they said, if I do this, I won't have this. If I do it because of this, I can't do this. You see, then they are left behind. Because the way forward to get the blessings, the favor, the grace of God is to believe, is to follow God, is to follow on, to follow on. Not to stay in one place, to follow on. You will not be left behind. I said, you will not be left behind. And if you've been left behind, you are catching up. All the time, you see, all the time. The thinkers are left behind. Always calculating. Too much calculating this and that, this and that, this, this, that. I mean, but God, God also doesn't work that way. He works by faith. But even you see everything, it is no longer faith. It is no longer faith. Everything is shown to you. It is no longer faith. It is no more faith. No more faith. It is something else. Any wise person will choose it when everything is shown to them. Any wise person will, do, will take it. But faith people, they can't see, but they believe. I say, believe the prophet, you will prosper. Okay, next one. Do you have time for another one? The next thing about Anna, to Anna is to accommodate, adjust, and adapt to the person. So you see, by now as a church, we are supposed to be adapting and adjusting to our prophet and to his teachings. To his teachings. To his teachings. But now the average person will be, he, what, what, are, what are his teachings? His teachings are, be a shepherd, serve God, serve God, work for God. Work. The average person here should be a worker for God. Should be shepherds, pastors. This should be like a pastor's meeting. This should be like a pastor's meeting. Because we are adapting. You are adapting. Because when you go to other places, I, I, said, I heard a man once on television who was teaching his church. He was teaching them how to go for loans and buy houses. It was, it was a teaching. The whole church will adapt to him. They will, they will develop a tilt towards that. If you are in that church and you don't like debts, you won't do well. Because you don't believe in the prophet. You won't do well. You won't go far. He was teaching and explaining. And he brought, he brought up one woman who was sitting in front. He said, this one has, has about 40 houses. He said, bought 14 recently. Or It's like she has really collected the bills. Yeah, but that was his teaching. If you are here, our prophet teaches us, don't borrow. Don't borrow. Go gradually. 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 You build up. You make it. Go gradually. Don't, don't be greedy. Borrowing is a sign of greed. 
Did you know that? Something that you can't afford, but you want. There's an old saying that cut your, cut your what? Your coat according to what? Your size. Okay. Yes. So it means that you are cutting the coat bigger than your size. In an economy like this, if, if in an, I mean, how, do you, how do you have more faith in the economy than in your prophet? How? I mean, how? How can you believe that things will be stable and get better for the next 30 years for you, for your calculations to work out? How? I mean, how? I don't know. How? See, some of the things when you are analyzing on someone's life, it's easier. But when it's on you, when it's on you, it's like... You know, you can't, you can't even believe it. It's very easy to, I mean, analyze others. But when it's you, because how? How can you say, I mean, if you've been around, uh, who was before John Major? Thatcher. You've seen Thatcher. You've seen John Major. You've seen Tony Blair, Tony Blair, Tony Blair. <laughs> and then who? Brown. And then... Cameron, and then, and then Mama, Mama T. <laughs> Just these names I've mentioned represent cycles. Cycles. Boom, bust. Bust, booms. Cycles, different cycles, different seasons. We've seen people commit suicide, kill themselves, and then still you see a Christian saying that I, I, I have faith that this thing, it will get better for me. Contrary to the teaching of the prophet. Because the prophet is from Africa. It's like, he doesn't understand. If only he lives here. We'll believe it. Yeah. The prophet will advise that you know, just have something small. Small, 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 small. One day you see that you have 20 smalls. You will discover that you don't even want the big one, you don't even want it. But everybody wants big to have housewarming, to bring their friends. That this is what I've got. And Halifax is on your heels. Yeah. But when you honor your prophets, I'm explaining to you what it means to honor the prophet. When you honor the prophet. It's not, it's not, it's not birthday offerings. <laughs> it's not birthday offerings. It's the words. How do you treat the words of the person? The word, what the person has said. How do you treat it? How do you treat it? How do you treat it? There are people that when they give you gifts, as though they are bribing you. Yeah. Do you remember when God said, do I have as great delight in sacrifices as I do in obedience. So you're bringing me sacrifices almost, almost like you're trying to shut me down. That's what orangus do. When they go, they go round, 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 round,
what they actually say, they have discovered that they need the father's covering and blessing. They need, it's like a lot of things work together. So they come back, if I can get this blessing, hey, things will be different. So we've also learned. When they say they are going, we don't say anything. Not no problem, we don't say anything. One of them came to sit here with me, talk for a long time. I was just nodding. Even to open my mouth, I said, I will not even open my mouth. I was just nodding. So, what if he said, okay, so, Bishop, I'm going. So, if I open my mouth, what would I say? Bye-bye. Good speed. Good luck. No. He was in shock that he walked out of this room without a word coming out of all. I just thought, I said, me, I should bless you. You're about to turn yourself as my enemy. So after all this, you will discover, you will discover that the people you know are here. You start telling them, come and help me. Come and help me. With my blessing. Oh, even Bishop just prayed for me. Can't you see the oil? He just prayed for me. It will be well with us. Let's go. No. Go into the wind. Find the direction of the wind yourself. And swim. Go into the wind. You are going into the wind. Enter the wind. The words of the prophet. Your attitude towards it. It explains whether you respect, you honor the prophet or not. Offerings are a later thing. I'm be so blessed. I want to appreciate you. That's it. That's the secondary thing. But you start off, you see, how, how, when you speak, how does a person respond to what you've said? What does he do with what you've said? How else do you, or will you honor a father in the house? It's not by obeying him. When daddy talks, then you talk back. Daddy talks, you talk back. Is that honor? <laughs> I think we have to end here. Yeah, we spend a long time arranging chairs for our wonderful brethren. Yeah, so, it's time to end, isn't it? We should go home, isn't it? I think so. I think so. Why, why are you quiet? Why do you look like you won't go? You look like we won't go. <laughs> yeah, no, we have to go. It's, it's time. It's getting late now. We'll continue next week. By the grace of God. We'll talk more about you and your prophet. You and your prophet. You and your prophet. Now you have to be interested in what your prophet is saying. And you have to be able to recognize him. Recognize. And don't mistaken, don't mistaken a branch pastor as your prophet. Don't also don't make that mistake. So don't make that mistake. Of taking your branch pastor, this is our prophet. Don't make that mistake. No. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Don't accept that. It can be better for you. It can be better. Brand pastors, we're all caretakers. Do you know care? Caretakers are never the land, landlords. We are caretakers. We are like German shepherds that have been put by the door. We, we, are, we are not the master of the house. We are German shepherds. When you ask your camera, we just look at you. Is that what do you want? That's, that, that's our duty. 
go to the house and you are leaving. You don't, you don't, you don't say, you don't say uh, 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 um, thank you to the German shepherd for receiving you into the house. Your thank yous go to the, to the person. Who feeds the German shepherd? And who bought the German shepherd? That's where it goes to. That's what you do. Because, you see, there are some of us, even podcasts, even Bishop Dax's podcast, we don't even listen to it. You've ended at your pastor's messages. And your pastor is preaching Bishop's messages. And you've ended there. That's where you stopped. That's how come your prosperity is dwarfed. And your, de- your development is dwarfed. You've ended at your, what your pastor has That's all you know. That's all you know. Instead of rising up, Monday morning, I said, what has Bishop preached? We are going for his message. We are going to eat it. But say, because maybe you don't. So that's what I'm teaching you. That's what I'm teaching you. So you're not left out. So you're not left out. So you're not left out. That's what I'm teaching you. Who to hear from? Who to hear from? God, he didn't joke with it. He told them on the mountain. He said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. He didn't try and play games. Oh, you can listen to Elijah, listen to Moses. Listen. No, 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 no. He said, this is, this is the one you must listen to. This is the one. This is, the, this is your prophet you must listen to. This is the prophet. This is the prophet you must listen to. Not Elijah, Moses, you know, different powerful people. No. No. Also, one of the young pastors, I could see from his behavior that he listens to somebody else. It was not a word of knowledge. I could just tell from the symptoms. I said, this behavior, I've seen it somewhere. I've seen it give somebody a lot of problems. So I asked him. He confessed. He admitted. I was right. He doesn't listen to Bishop at all. He listens to somebody. I said, that is why you behave the way you behave. That's why your mind works the way it works. That's why since I became your overseer, we clash. I said, because we will clash. I said, we will clash. Because this behavior, it won't work under my watch. I told him, young boy, I just became a pastor. He doesn't listen to the bishop at all. So he, so he doesn't know how to administer and, lie and lead the church the way we have been taught to. He doesn't know because he's listening to somebody else. So he's bringing that, that person's ways into the church. I said, we will clash. Hey! We will clash. We will, we will, we will clash and I will remove you from there. So watch my hand. I will remove you. Watch it. This hand, watch it. It will remove you from there. Watch it carefully. Watch this hand carefully. It will remove you. He listens to somebody. He has stopped. He has stopped about 100 steps away from Bishop. That he's about 100 steps away. Where he has stopped. The gap. I mean, the gap. The type of ministry that Bishop has and the person he has stopped at is not comparable. You can't compare. And he stopped there and he feels he's, 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 he's found where to eat. I said, hey brother, 
there's a, there's a greater table set higher up. Keep climbing, okay? Keep climbing. Otherwise, oh yes, because I'll have to take it because he's disrupting the vision. He doesn't even know that he's disrupting the vision. The vision is, the vision is supposed to help fulfill. He's disrupting it. So you have to be cleared off so that we can continue and fulfill the vision because you are disrupting it with your things. With your ABCs that you've gone to learn. Is it working? Begin to tune in to the prophet. How blessed you will be. Your life will be different. Your life will be different. Everything about you will be different. Yeah, everything about you will be different. Everything about you will be different. Everything about you will be different. If God can say, this is my beloved, listen to me. I'm not afraid to say, this, this is our prophet, listen to him. Forget about everybody. Forget about, because the people who listen to him and the people who don't, they are different. Even pastors. That's how come I could tell from this little boy. Because I was wondering, where did you learn this from? If, if you've, you've, you have grown up, you have a child that has grown up, and the child comes home with new ways, you always pick it. That, ah, where, where is this one from? Because I've been with these older pastors. I mean, they've been there, compliant. They do this. I mean, they've been there. We've been, we've been at it. Then you, when you come, so, so I was sitting in my room. I said, where did this boy learn this thing from? Where did he learn it from? Where did he learn it from? And I saw where he learned it from. Hey, more than Trump sending Air Force to clear off an airport. So t- I tell him, tell him this is last warning. Tell him before I clear him from there. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. The bowl he's eating from is substandard. Yeah, it is substandard. Hundred is even an insult to the prophet. There's a great gulf. It's like it's like you're in your house with your brother, and then your 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 brother buys clothes for you when your father is there to buy clothes for you. You say your brother should shop for you. What has your brother got? What he has is from the father. How much can he buy for you? That's what he was doing. That's how blind he was. I'm done. I'm done for this evening. God bless you. God bless you. May the blessings of the prophet abide on you. May the grace of the prophet abide on your life. May the promotion that comes from a prophet come upon you and lift you up and exalt you. May your end be supernatural. May there be no physical, logical reason to explain your end, but divine and supernatural. May there be recovery for you from every mistake. May there be grace for you from every mistake. May you recover from every mistake of ignorance, stubbornness, and whatever caused the mistakes. May you recover from it. May you go home today with the blessings of the prophet, the blessings of the house, the blessings of the house.
the blessings of the house the blessings of the house that you belong to may those blessings come upon you in Jesus name Amen give Jesus a hand clap offering Very quickly, I want to pray for you. If you're here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Everywhere in this room, if you are here, forget about where you are. Forget about who is with you. Just think, am I saved? Am I not saved? Do I have a relationship with God? Do I not have a relationship with God? If you are not sure of your salvation, you don't know whether you are saved or not. Maybe someone invited you to church today or you've been going to church but deep in your heart you know that you are far from God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you're here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. I can see all those hands. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need him in my life. I need to be born again. I need to be saved. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless 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 you. You want to join us. You want to be saved. Just your right hand. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want to just take a step and come right here. Come and stand right here. Have your hand lifted up. Come. Come and stand right here. I want to pray with you. Come from the back. Come from wherever you are. Come wherever you are. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come very quickly, 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 quickly. I'm waiting for you. Where's the gentleman that lifted up his hand? Come, come, gentlemen, come. Come. Let's pray. Bow your heads with me, everybody in this room. Let's pray together. Say after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please forgive me of all my sins. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for all these precious ones. Let them be established in your house. Keep them, Lord. Establish them, Lord. Let it be well with them. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen.